looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You drive me wild. <laughs> what up, Crazy Train Radio? You look like hell. And I could look the same. What's the photo for? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth, 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 What's it open? Say it! Say it! Say it! Say it! Say it! Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy nerfo. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Hey folks, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett. The world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and the world's greatest wrestler. And now, the world's greatest podcaster. And you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc. Jonathan Steele. 
boy do we have a good one for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this next guest has a long list of accomplishments throughout his career and seemingly has achieved it all throughout this illustrious career. I'm going to let Dr. Mike finish this introduction because I can ramble all day about the list of accomplishments. Everybody, we are joined with a, a man I really feel embodies today's the so-called uh, forbidden zone door. He's done it for decades and decades and decades. Obviously, a total legend in his home-based promotion with his legendary father, USWA, and then wrestling in Dallas and doing that super clash with AWA and uh, Bill Watts UWF and and then going to Japan and starting TNA, but bringing Japanese legends like Ramuda's old promotion, Lucha Stars. And he's got his own fantastic podcast that we're going to be talking. My World with Jeff Jarrett with the incredible Conrad Thompson as your co-host producer. Tell us a little about your... I'm sorry? (laughs) The The Godfather. I call him Conrad Hilton only because Conrad Hilton was the billionaire who did everything and owned that whole hotel chain and stuff and is, uh, you know, Paris's grandfather or something. But (laughs) tell us about the the podcast and what you're doing now. GCW a couple of weeks right after you made an appearance on uh, WWE programming and then NWA last weekend roughing the Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona does not hold a candle to what you've been doing for business. <laughs> otherwise. Oh man, doc. It's great to see you. Uh, great to hear your voice. Uh, both you guys. I appreciate you having me on. Um, a lot of fun, uh, out chatting my world and we got a super show. I have been busy doc. Um, but my world, it's, um, man, we're coming up on a year, which is hard to believe. We we uh, announced it the day after WrestleMania last year, and then uh, the first week of May is when we launched it. And, you know, we were less than three months in and got nominated for Best New Sports Podcast, which was blew me away. I didn't even realize. I, I know much more about it now today, so it still kind of amazed me. But uh, we didn't win. We came in runner-up, but uh, I'll take that, uh, being a three- or four four-month-old podcast. But, man, it's been so much fun. Uh, week in, week out, we have a lot of fun, but we do some deep dives. We talk about wrestling and psychology and, you know, Conrad from the beginning, he said, Jeff, you got a different perspective. You were, uh, you know, you're from a fan's perspective, uh, your, your father, your grandmother's perspective, uh, your in ring. I was a promoter, am a promoter, uh, and then just a lot of different moving parts. I'm in the gaming, uh, video game business now and podcasting and live shows and look it's 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 really really cool and and doc i know you, you are well aware back in the territory days but uh and so talent floated around from place to place but nobody knew about it it was before social media and before cable television nowadays you know uh, i started this year on january 1st appearing uh, at game changer wrestling and then we had the big event in hammerstein ballroom and and just uh couple of days ago here in my hometown, the Crockett cup with all that lineage and my family's lineage and the Crockett's lineage with NWA title and everything that goes with that, a special referee. And just this past weekend, I was up in Springfield, Illinois, doing some baseball duties, um, which has been a lot of fun, but I appeared on the WWE live events. So life is good. It's super busy. Uh, but I love, uh, you know, j- hopping here. We, we try to do media days and you know, we've got that huge event and uh, just the world, how it's evolved next Friday at the legendary Gillies 
uh, nightclub in Dallas, myself and the podfather himself, Conrad and Eric Bischoff, Steve Regal, Jeff Hardy. You know, the four of us uh, have such a long history. The We're going to have to be very selective of the stories we tell, but it's really cool. And we've got some more surprises uh, on that show. So it's all going to be on the fight app, streaming app, uh, the place for all combat sports. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, Doc, it is a, a whirlwind, but uh, I'm loving life. I'm going to throw to the boss man, uh, Jonathan Steele here, but I just wanted to say how much still utter respect for your dad, but Miss Christine, who yep. uh, she would roll out the red carpet to any photographers that came into like the Nashville fairgrounds. And she treated us so well, so down to earth. I just remember her talking to, uh, to, to everybody like they were family. And she was an amazing woman. I hope you know how much we all still miss her. Jonathan. Thank you, Dr. Mike. And thank you again, Jeff, for the time. Two things I want to touch on with, uh, because there's so much we can talk about, but limited time, as you said. First, you bypass the uh, baseball there. You got baseball duties. So I'm interested on what exactly that is with the minor league baseball club. But also, like you, we said, you're doing my world with Conrad, the podfather. And can you talk about the evolution of not only technology, but the business in general, because we have, you know, like you said, there was a time that there wasn't cable TV with wrestling and such. Now we got these apps and streaming services and podcasts and just, there's so much there. Jonathan, I'm going to probably meld your two questions because the baseball situation, um, you know, probably, and, and doc can relate to this 30 years ago, I don't think minor league baseball would be contacting a hall of fame, professional wrestler, third generation promoter really under any circumstance. But, uh, I have had a deep relationship with minor league baseball and the executives and general managers and my good buddy, Jamie tool, uh, he, who is, you know, he like, like myself in wrestling, he's that in baseball. He started as an intern during college. And, and made that his life's work and worked his way up through the ranks. And he became a general manager in multiple organizations. Um, and during the pandemic, uh, he, you know, took a hard look and he said that, um, you know, I'm going to go find the right team. I don't get into the politics and everything going on a lot, minor league baseball, but minor league baseball created a lot of opportunity by constricting, uh, they went from about 185 minor league teams down to around 120. So that being said, there are 60, 70, 80 markets out there that, uh, independent baseball and prospect league. And that's basically college kids that need to play in the summer that are going to get drafted. And so the opportunity came about and Jamie contacted me and said, Hey, we want you to be a part of the ownership group. And, Candidly, it blew me away because look, I'm not a, I'm not a baseball guy, so to speak as balls and strikes, but am I a promoter? Absolutely. And so when, when that opportunity came and, and we figured out the, the, I'll call it dot and I's and crossing the T's, I was elated. And, and that goes into the opportunity that this business has uh, afforded me. And then doc just referenced my grandmother about treating everybody with open arms me and Jamie hit it off from day one and had a really good relationship. And when this opportunity came out, he wanted somebody with my skill set, and I absolutely am honored to be a part of Jamie and that organization skill set. And it just goes without saying that there's opportunity everywhere in our industry, as you said, that 
you know, um, the, the platform that the podcast has created, it drops every Tuesday, the new podcast. And, you know, we, we, we dive deep into whether it's, uh, uh, my TNA days or WWF or WCW or Japan, or, I mean, we all, it doesn't matter. We, we talk about my world, literally my 35 plus year career. Uh, but man, it, it, it has turned into, um, a form of a business from ad sales to live events, to merchandise and social media, uh, having a blast with it. But, you know, um, as the evolution of, of the business goes from broadcast television to, you know, uh, pre-cable and then cable and then you know it was dominated by pay-per-view and as you just sort of said went into the streaming world and now you know social media and streaming is really where the audience is at they talk about you know the the weekly ratings on monday wednesday or friday oh they weren't what they used to be but you have to count into fact how many youtube views how many likes how many views on twitter and instagram and facebook so the business is massive and and i'll i say this to folks don't lose sight of this one fact. WWE had the most profitable year in their entire history last year. That tells you the health of this industry. That It's just that simple. Well, with that being said, and I want to touch a little bit on the in-ring stuff. Obviously, you just said you celebrated 35 years in the business in some form or fashion. So, And there's a lot of bumps and the bruises and the miles and the money and just everything that goes into it. How are you feeling overall with everything? I, you know, I have, um, I made a decision last end of last summer, uh, when I had promoters contacted me about, Hey, will you come wrestle? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm those are, those days are in my rearview mirror. Uh, and then I'd get another call and then another call. And I just didn't really have an interest because I really wanted to focus on, you know, moving forward where there's podcasting, the baseball and the video game business I'm working on and launching and all that kind of stuff. But more and more calls came in and I told my wife, I said, I'm going to get in shape and see what happens. And uh, I've made up my mind and, um, not that I was out of shape, but I'm talking about in ring shape. And so I hit total different beast. It's a total, yeah. And I, I, I just made a really concerted effort and, uh, made the decision and, uh, pretty happy. And I'm still taking it one event, one wrestling match at a time. And so, uh, nothing's on the books, but, um, stay tuned. I'll just say that stay tuned. Dr. Mike. Right. Names I was trying to think of, a, uh, I'll send you photos of that I post your grandmother with. Her seemed to be her best friends then, Corsica Joe and Corsica Jean, and obviously Sarah Lee, legends in the Tennessee area. Um, I've sent A.W. upon request my photos of Owen Hart. You're in a lot of them, you, Deborah, uh -huh. and Owen, uh, from autograph shows and on the road and stuff like that. And I'm doing an on-spec piece. I'm pushing for PWI. On, and, and this is my last question on today's promoter situation. It, I'm calling it like promoters with a heart. These are guys uh, like Billy Corgan, Tony Khan, who grew up total fans of the business, you know, from kids on, which I've always loved to see since the 60s. And things have really changed. And you're obviously a huge part of that as the youngest legend I know. What are your thoughts on some of these promoters now? Because in our day, or at least... The 60s, 70s, for me, these were old retired wrestlers, a cigar in their mouth, cigar juice coming out of their mouth, yeah, like yeah, Roy yeah. Shire, my boss. It's different, different ballgame. Well, and it, it absolutely is in a really, really positive way. But I think it's very reflective of, of society. When you look at the list of 
the National Basketball Association, their owners. When you look at the NFL, their list of owners. And you really, uh, and, and baseball uh, too, and, you know, Endeavor, uh, a, a, a agency, they bought up uh, a handful of my, uh, minor league baseball teams. I say all that to say, with, with technology, and it goes without saying, you know, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs were, you know, much, much older, but that new generation of money, so to speak, and then Elon Musk, and we could go on and on through this, but the tech world, you know, the, 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 I'll call it bigger than a bucket doc, but you know where it's coming from, but the pockets and the buckets of money, it's, it's coming from a new generation. And obviously that's, you know, where it comes from, but I'll, I'll say all this to say, uh, you know, a Paul Bosch, a Fritz von Eric, uh, those guys, they may have had their certain personalities, but they loved wrestling. They absolutely had a passion for it. My father, the Crockett's, the Grams, uh, Vince Sr. I mean, we could go on and on. Uh, to write, you know, look, Doc, me and you could talk forever about this, but they love the business. Well, Billy Corgan is a musician. He grew up absolutely. Look, he's a musician and enormously successful, yep. but he loves wrestling. And he's surrounding himself with folks that know the industry. Tony Khan, the same way. He grew up a son of, uh, at the end of the day, uh, and I know Shad is multiple businesses and uber successful, but his beginnings are in the automotive parts world. And so, you know, he's the son of a immigrant, but, you know, so hats off to him that he took a passion as a, as a kid into college and then, you know, the Jags and, 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 uh, the football slash soccer club in, in the UK, but he's taken his passion gotten in. So hats off, because I think at the end of the day, it makes the business very, very healthy. Very last quick question. Uh, but I recall seeing Paul Bosch, what a sweetheart of a guy, uh, Don and Elton Owen in Portland and, and uh, 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 giant Bob, these guys love nothing better than to sit with the boys backstage. They didn't watch the card so much in Gorilla as just their love hanging with the boys backstage. I so I, I want to ask you because I was a big mark for Sputnik. But when you were a kid, other than your dad, you know who I saw teaming with Tojo. Who were some of your idols? And then we better let you go and let you. And I'll wrap it on this. It uh, often imitated, but never ever duplicated. The fabulous Jackie Fargo, oh. the larger than life persona because I'd heard stories from, from my father and Tojo and others. And, and you, you it just, but he had the glitz and the, he was a sports entertainer doc before we used that term. He, you know, with the robes and the talk and the strut and just how he, his psychology in the match, it was not all wrestling. It was a lot of talking and comedy with the right places, but also high drama, by far, uh, Jackie Fargo was someone that I really, and as I got into the business, I studied because he resonated and connected on an emotional level and was selling out buildings into his fifties. When you look at it from that perspective, he, he was doing a lot of things, right? I'll say that. Oh, <laughs> his influence has continued to touch generations. Flair, you, how many guys have carried on his strut? Jackie Fargo, ultimate ultimate legend and thanks for reminding me of, of such a great uh, total legend well jeff let's plug my world uh, uh your yeah, man. It, it, it's real simple every tuesday new episode drops my world anywhere you to down uh download podcast and uh friday april 1st 
on Fight TV. You do not want to miss it. Go, you can go to sh supershowlive.com. Supershowlive.com. Thanks, Doc. Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me on today. <laughs> this brand is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne, and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and special seasonal gift day. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansoapery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends you. Crazy Train Radio.